Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh. What is good, guys? Back again with another show of the Rosati Spy Cats. Your host, Adrian Rosati. Spadulous again, enjoying the Bills. Probably gonna lose tonight, even though it's the Dolphins. I'm back with another show. A lot of stuff has happened in the last five days, and we gotta talk about it. So, um, busy week this week for me. Lots of midterms, lots of exams. Fucking been grinding, but there's also been a lot of sports talk. Um, but before we get into the first segment of the show. Um, just want to talk about um, Forgy, uh, excellent setup of the tournament there. Uh, we had a tournament on Saturday, just a little ten dollars small and buying one. Did not cash, which kind of sucks, but we played really well. Lots of good hand ranges, good opponents there. Um, always felt like I had something to learn, especially um, getting called out of position in poker, but. You know, the hands didn't go my way. And, um, no, just excellent to watch. Um, those boys ball it out and play against each other. Just, um, wish I had better luck with the cards, but I think I played really well. And, uh, you know, it was fun. It was fun watching it down because you're watching and you're playing with a big stack. We started with about 32,000. Uh, and as the blinds go up, they're putting them on dub- levels are double. So every 30 minute, thir- 30 minute levels, levels are doubled. And you're playing with about 32k. Very tight to make some calls. Um, and just getting trapped in the wrong spots, thinking that I'm getting bluffed out. And calling and seeing better, but that's about it. Poker's been going good so far um, around all the midterms and exams, but this week's a light one. Hopefully there's a lot of sports news to talk about because I have lots of time to show prep and get a show started. Anyways, without that intro, which was long, we're going to get into the first thing I'm going to show, Dog Watch. Dog Watch takes over football today because I've been talking too long, but we'll get into the Niners towards the end of the show. The end of the show, I promise I'm going to talk about it um, in my bare face, just completely shaven face anyways so uh night rice dogs went to go watch them last night we sat second row in the corner uh, on niagara side great seats excellent seats i've haven't sat that close in a while so it was good to be up and personal um and watch that one um they played thursday they lost no they lost an overtime to peterborough but they picked up three points with the win last night next home game against erie on thursday um is going to be a good one, and I might also go to that one too, which is funny uh, enough. But uh, D'Amico, hell of a game. Uh, he almost scored late, but the whistle got rid of a beautiful goal. It's just a beautiful goal if it stood. I think it still was loose, and it should have counted. But um, I looked at it on OHL Live, and they did blow the whistle. And I'm sitting in that corner, right? So I'm looking right at the net. I don't hear a whistle, and then I see the puck get loose, and just a beautiful beautiful rip by D'Amico premature celebration but he's been on a roll as of late he's a point per game going into last night so he's just fallen off just underneath that but good for him he's having a great year good Calden kid gotta rip him up and I mean 
He played good for a Calvin kid. He made us look good. And he's not that tall either. There's a lot of taller guys out there than him on that ice, but he doesn't back down. He's got a really good physical presence. That's the first time I've seen him play in the league. I think it's his uh, third year now, so uh, good for him. And hope, hopefully they'll come on the next spot, but they've been playing excellent lately. They're 8-0-1, and they were 8-0-1 going into last night, so I don't think they need, needed this win, but good for them uh, for sure. Um, I th- want to say that Adrian Barallo, beautiful debut last night. He got a goal to start off. Started off, um, went af- uh, after Windsor got one. They tied it up. Beautiful goal to start off the comeback trail for the Niagara Ice Dogs. Um, he played good. Thomas had two assists. Bruder scored with a nice move. And now, for those you don't know, Andrew Bruder, very big physical guy, very big into fighting and. All that stuff you can't got into a few fights when you need to get into. He had a nice nifty move to make it a two one lead before the D'Amico goal got waved off and almost tied. Windsor would have won three two had that goal stood. But just excellent play by him and then the game winner. So actually before we get to the game winner, Tomasino was on a breakaway, he got hooked down, and they uh gave him a foul from behind and gave him a penalty shot. On that play, I think that you know, he could have, like, I, I thought he could have got hurt. He comes up, takes a penalty shot, just a wide open hole, five hole, and he did, he just got poked out of the puck. That sucks with the poke check, but great effort by him. He's been playing really well lately. He looked good last night, even though he didn't get on the score sheet. Um, Been playing really well. Hopefully he continues that play. Sopa played good last night. All the guys played really well last night, so they deserve that win. Even though they were playing, for the most part, like they were just disinterested, they came back after that 2-1 goal and gave themselves energy, and they looked like they wanted... After that 2-1 goal, it's like they deserve this win. And they haven't won a lot lately, so it's good that they started down that trail. Lagno with a nice game winner. 1.1 seconds left. He scores. There's about 13 seconds. Pucks in, their, uh, in Niagara's zone. He cycles up top, makes finds some room. I believe it was uh, Barallo with the primary assist from Akil. Akil, so Akil passes it. And then it's just a nice feed, five seconds down the ice. Laudanio waits him out and scores a beauty. But, I mean, this is good. Um, I think that they're playing, if they can play to this level, that they can steal some games that they shouldn't this year, and they're not looking really that great. They're seventh in the Eastern Conference, unless that's been updated. But... Um, I think they were quite a ways behind in points to move up after that point, but it's so easy to make the um, the OHL playoffs. There's 10 teams in your conference, and you just got to be top eight. But I, So I think Niagara could make it still, even if they play a little shaky down the stretch, but they have a good team, and that they proved that last year, that they had a ship team, and then they lost all their better guys to the, eight, the American League and the, um, and the National Hockey League as well. But they have some great guys in this group, and they're going to prove to be good, especially the rookies who are coming in. I mean, Doherty's played well. Jonah D. Simone's playing pretty good. Like, just a good group of guys, and this is going to be good for the, for their future for sure, especially if they can improve this year and maybe next year, especially with those guys still staying with us. But um, they had an overtime loss in Peterborough. I said they needed to win, um, but... I'll take an overtime loss. If you can get three points in your 
last two games you're good you're you're taking three or four points you just got to improve and keep playing and it'll be interesting to see them play Erie because Erie's doing really good this year um but it's a matter of time if it's a win here and they didn't win last time I think it was four nothing last time so this has got to be a win where you got to own your home ice here and you got to show that listen this is our barn and we're here to take it and we're gonna impose our will and just make it a living hell and I still think that from last night they got to be better in their own own end in, in terms of gap control there was a lot of guys breaking down that wing that I could see that um they're coming down the side and they're just giving him too much room he's sliding right past them on that boards and the defense are not going for the hit and they're just letting him come in create some space and score a goal and that's what happened on that on the first Windsor goal but if they can be better at that I see no issues with this team um, doing really well and I'm really proud that they won the game last night and I didn't waste my money to see them lose I'm just kidding I'm just kidding um, but yeah more or less just working on that would be key I mean good young players um, good physical team for sure they they increase the physicality the officiating last night um, not my style, per se. I won't say it was bad. It's not bad. But they let a lot go at the beginning, and then they started getting calls like no tomorrow at the end. I feel like you got to set, like, and this is opinionated, and I don't blame the guys for doing this. But the way I, I style it is I like to call things first and set the standard. That way there's no ifs, ands, or buts later. A good call early will really just set the tone for what's a penalty and what's not and it keeps the guys looking like oh there's a whistle there yeah and then they'll be like okay well I'm not going to do that or I'm going to be more cautious and stuff like that instead of late you're just getting into lots of scrums there's lots of pushing and shoving in front of the net which you don't really see a lot with ice dogs but they look like there was going to be a scrap last night and even though there wasn't one pretty um, surprised that they kept that under control the way they roughed it but I mean um, they made the calls they had to make and that's what the key is to officiating see what you can see and call them and good on them for that anyways moving on to something not important that's not refing the Toronto Maple Leafs what the fuck is this fucking team what the living fuck is this team this is giving me 2013 PTSD man this is rough this is fucking rough I don't know what to fucking say anymore I mean I got mad about how they lost to uh, Chicago I hyped up Kasky Swole coming and they do this so they go into the island they and they lose 5-4 okay I knew that they weren't probably going to win that game because of the way they've been playing of late and how the Islanders are 12-3-1. But then you go home to the Bruins. And you play good. You play good. You play fine. And you still lose 4-2. It was a close game and the Bruins are better than you. Okay. So I don't really fault them on the first two wins. But now they're without Marner. Without Kerfoot. Like, it's just... Oof. And they're without Marner for a month, I believe. And then you go into Pittsburgh and it's like... Okay, you're in a back-to-back. I get it. Tired legs, and you're you're going on the road for the second part of the back-to-back. Get it. I completely get it. 
and Kaski Swo's debut, and I didn't watch it, so I can't really criticize him. But um, I'll be excited to see if he uh, plays on this Western Coast wing, um, which will be nice. But 6-1. Like, this team is mediocre. This is not a fantastic Penguins team. This is not the Penguin team where they leave the Metro. And they might be actually leaving the Metro right now, which would actually be funny. But this is not like a, oh my god, this, this is like for sure cup contenders. No, the Penguins are top wildcard spot. Which makes it so much more salt in the wound. And I get it. It's his first. It's his debut in the NHL. And I'm not putting this on Kasky Swell. I can't. But come on, guys. Tighten up, man. Like, this is a fucking winnable game last, uh, uh, last night. And Alright, I'm back. Sorry. Uh, guest of the show, Caleb Yang. Who's not been on the show yet. But a good friend of mine uh, just called. So he ruined the first part. But it's okay. I'm back. I'm back. This is not a sponsor segment. I was not pulling you guys in 12 minutes early. But like like I was talking about, Kasky Swell. Debut. And Spezza got the goal. Ooh, salt in the wound. But fucking, you got to score goals, man. Like, this team was so good. It was like beginning of last year in their first little stretch. They fucking just scored, outscored their problems on defense. And now it's like, it's coming to life. This team should not be 9-9-4 right now. This team through 22 games should be fucking 15 Gotta do math here. 22. 15 so is what? 7. 15, 4, and 3. Or 15 and 7 at the least. At like the worst case scenario. Or at least at least 10. 15 might be a little bit of a stretch. I don't think they're that good. But like there's no way it should be 9, 9, and 4. And I think Babcock knows that. And I think Dubas knows that. And it really brings on the question. Is Babcock gone or not? Um... I think his job is in question. If they do not win a single game on this West Coast swing that's coming up, I don't think that there is any chance of him coming and returning. Like, I just... I can't see it. And obviously, they pay him a lot of money, so management wants him. But I don't see how they could pay him and just watch this type of hockey. Like, we've been through so much struggles as Leaf fans, and we have to go through more with him... Just absolutely shooting the shit. Losing 6-1. Like, come on. Like, fucking get out of here. But the Leafs got to improve on this road trip. They got no easy games on this road trip. And they need to play. Their next three games are Golden Knights, Coyotes, and Avalanche. And the Golden Knights, really, really good team. The Coyotes, good team. The Avalanche started off great. Like... This has to be a road trip where we walk away from it and say, okay, we can relax. Because it's a sixth gamer when it comes into the Red Wings. And then you go saber, saber, home and away. But with the latter half of the home and away on Saturday night. But, like, there needs to be some wins here. And I'm not going to watch a team who's not going to fucking try and just shit away this whole entire fucking West Coast wing. Like, it's not going to happen with me. You gotta win games, and you gotta win them now. And if the Leafs can't do that soon, there could be some red flags. And I've heard reports where Dubas went to management and said, I want him gone, I want this coach gone. And management said, no, we're not gonna fire him. So, I mean, Dubas did his job, and now it's time for Mike to do his job. And I don't know if this is a case of, standard case of, we've been, he's been here for four years, his system's been for, here for four years, we need to try something different. 
and I don't discount Kaski Swan's performance last night because I didn't watch the game, so I really can't. And it's his debut, so you really have to take into effect that it's going to take him a few games to adjust to NHL hockey, but this this road trip is going to mean a lot for the Leafs, and, ho- and hopefully they can turn around because I'm not fucking happy with the way they played recently, and they don't need to be an undefeated team. This is not football. It's not so easy to be undefeated, but they need to make sure that they can get this on their fucking high horse because I'm not watching this team fucking shoot the shit and be happy about it because I will come here and I'll fucking rant. I'll fucking rant all day long if this is how it's going to be because I don't want to watch a fucking team that can't fucking put points on the board because their coach is restricting them from doing that. And I haven't had a lot of time to watch games, but with the games being at night, I'm going to be able to watch them this week because I have a more open week too. If they don't fucking play to the part that they should be playing, I'm going to get mad because this team is better than they're playing on paper, playing by the standings. And even with their guys out, they have a, like one of the best top six in the league. And even without one of those top six, you should still be pretty decent. And they're not playing decent hockey right now. I can't even fucking talk about this because it's fucking making me mad. But you got to improve there. And that's about it. Anyways, on the next one, Niner Talk. Um, so, the 49ers, on, uh, they played Monday night. They lost in Seattle in overtime. Uh, my general reaction to that is, well, I don't know. Like, I knew they were going to lose to Seattle. Like, if they were going to lose, this is going to be the game to lose. But I don't know if I want to say that anymore because I had to shave the beard. Felt very fucking vulnerable. But the Niners gotta gotta win, and um, that's about that far. Um, basically, heads or tails, it doesn't matter. They had two possessions each, and they gotta play better. They got a big game tonight against the Cardinals, and this is gonna be a short episode because there's just. So much to talk about, but I expected to go on about the Leafs a lot longer. Um, it's a big game. They gotta win. F- they gotta win tonight, and they gotta win big. Um, they need to tighten up defensively, and they're they're they haven't been. Gr- they weren't great against the Cardinals. They need to stop making errors. Garoppolo's fumble that led to the six when he just fucking lost it, and then they got that touchdown. Make it fucking. I think that's when it was ten uh, nothing already. And then it was ten six. You need to stop making those uh, uh, errors. People are comparing you to being Brady in the future, and I know that he'll never be Tom Brady, because Tom Brady is a person within himself. But you need to make sure that you can tight up on that defensive end, and you can make better plays offensively. I think the defense played okay. They played mediocre. And there's going to be a lot of games where you give up 20 points a night. But you've got to be able to outscore those problems if that's going to be the case. And Jimmy is capable of that. Now, there's a, now, I'm not really uptight about losing that one. But tonight's a must win. You're at Levi Stadium tonight. You're not in Arizona. Arizona's won 8 of the last 9 against you. But you have a way better team than you did in the past few years. And, I mean, you've had Garoppolo for time. I mean, Saunders is out. Kittle's out. But this has got to be... Something that you can control on the ground at least. Because Burita was there when you guys were playing before. And Burita's adequate to play. But you 
you need a tighten up on the defensive end. It's not great. And uh, we'll see how that goes. But I believe tonight's a must win. And if we can't beat the Cardinals, you'll be here beating my bush. Because this team, I'm going to beat it to the fucking ground. Because this team, this team is better than that. And you can lose one game in the, fo- in the National Football League. It's not the make or break of your season. But this game is a big division game. And this will put us, if we lose tonight, this will put us in second in the division. And we'll still be in a playoff spot. But they need to play good. And they have been playing good. And I don't mind if they go on a skid. Just not tonight. Don't start it tonight. Save it for the Packers game if you go on a skid. But this team is really good. They played all good. And played good all year for the most part. And they got to continue that tonight. Whew. Man, it's just... They got to play better. They got to do tonight. Anyways, let's... Big story before we go into the Raptors. I just want to talk about... Um, the Browns and their um, game. The whole um, Mason Rudolph stuff with the Steelers. So the Browns won 21-7. And Baker Mayfield goes out on the podium after the whole fight happens. Um, and says that we didn't deserve to win that game. And it's like, yeah, you did. You won the game. Now, Miles Garrett is no stranger to this, but you won the game, and that's the way it is. For those of you who haven't watched it, I really consider watching it, because when I heard about this, I was like, what? But this is not okay. So, he gets tackled in the backfield by the Browns' defense. Good stop, late late or whatever. They have been playing good, and it comes back to the last few minutes, and... I'm watching a breakdown right now, so showing the last few plays leading up to it. And it looks like the Browns' defense is good. They got a few sacks and stuff. And they. So the play is going on, right? And they're playing good. But this is what happens they get tangled up in the backfield, Garrett and Rudolph. Oh, I didn't see that. So um, Mason Rudolph is grabbing to take off the helmet of Miles Garrett. And then Garrett takes it away. And, and the Steelers are restraining Garrett. And he just hits him right... He hits Rudolph right in the top of the head. That's not football. Football is tackling and taking him by the knees. Hitting him on the side with a loose helmet should not be in this game. And it's a shame to see that in a football game. But he's got to play a lot better. A lot smarter. And that just can't fly in football. That can't fly. But other than that, it was a good Monday night game for the most part. Um... He is suspended uh, indefinitely and at least for the rest of the year, even including playoffs if the if the Browns make it. But the Browns don't need to lose anyone on their team right now. They need everyone to make it there. And if they're going to make a playoff push and go 8-8 eight and eight or 9-6 and six and win it and win the rest of their games, then they're not going to be able to do it without stupid mistakes like that. And now they have to suffer with Miles Garrett. It is what it is some days, I guess. Um... Anyways, that was the Sunday nighter, or sorry, Thursday nighter, and then the Monday nighter tomorrow night is Chiefs and Chargers. It's gonna be a good game to watch. Um, I got the Chiefs, even though they're six and four. It is the Chargers, and the Chiefs won nine of the last ten against the Chargers. It's gotta be the char- uh, It's gotta be the Chiefs here, and they gotta start winning some games if they want to be a playoff ready team. This is 
this is the game. They've been there before. They can do it again. And it's got to be with them. Anyways, um, yeah, a lot of games going on right now. It's The Bills are up 13-0 in Miami. Not a surprise. Jags and Colts are tied 7-7. Not a surprise. Uh, Cowboys are down by 4 to the Lions, 7-3. Eh, not too bad. The Falcons are up 10 nothing on the Panthers. And I just... When it comes to football, I just said how it's going to be easy against the Falcons, but they're up 10 nothing on the Panthers. This is an issue. Um, but it's still early in that game, start of the second quarter, so hopefully it stays that way. Um, Ravens and Texans. Scoreless through the first... Um, the Jets are up 6 nothing on the Redskins. Not really that, um, you know, important. They're in the red zone right now, so good for them. Four oh five, like I was just breaking down. Cardinals won the last 8 of 9, but still not great. Bengals and Raiders today, that's going to be a good game. Will the Bengals finally win their first game? Because the Raiders aren't, they're only 5-4. and four. Will the Will the Raiders be the root of the Bengals' first win, or will this 0-16 trail for the Bengals continue? Um, Pats Eagles, I think it's a Patriots win. Um, the four, the five last matchups were decided by one position, including playoffs. So that's uh, good. This is going to be a really good game to watch uh, this afternoon. Bears and Rams are the Sunday nighter. That's going to be a good game. I might be able to watch most of that. Um, the Rams are only five and four this year, but if the Bears can pull off the upset because they're four and five, um, they've lost their last four of their last five games to start the season. Um, they've lost four of their last five, but if man, if they can fucking, if they can win against the Rams, that gives me so much hope that the Niners will be in a good spot, and they're in a good spot right now, but it'll put them in a better spot if the Rams do lose. Because we're just playing with the Seahawks here, pretty much, more or less. Alright, and now for the last segment of the show, we're going to get into some Raptors talk. Quick show today, I did not expect it to go this long. But I did say that the Raptors got to beat the Clippers statement game. They didn't do that. That was game over. The Raptors beat the Trailblazers, though, which is okay. And then they lost to the Mavs last night. And I, again, I didn't watch the game because I was at the hockey game. But... um. It comes down to this homestand here, this quick little homestand here, against the Hornets and against the Magic. You gotta beat teams that you know you can beat. You gotta bring back some confidence. Eight and four is not awful. I haven't looked at the standings yet, but I'm about to. They're fourth in the East, so they're still in a good spot. But to be comparable with those top teams, especially with the Heat, who have took off, the Heat have took off. Um, if they can win a few games and string a few wins together, uh, it'll be more like game over for for them. But. Um, you know you're gonna lose some against some tough tough teams. Happens in every sport, or and some bad teams. But uh, if they can win against the Hornets and against the Magic, it's more like game over. Um, and then the Hawks, and then you play the Seventy Sixers at home. That'll be a good next four games to look out for, especially with the podcast coming in between those games. Um, huge for them to take those uh, wins and add to their totals. But the Raptors just need to stay on their game. They need to have the same mindset that they had coming into the year, starting 7-1. And they just need to, you know, keep it going and 
win quite a few because the Celtics have won their last ten, and they're top of the they're top the top of the conference ten and one, and they need to start racking up some wins too to play with the big boys, and if they don't, then they're gonna show at the end of they're gonna be at the bottom of the conference because they can't win those games against the smaller boys, and then they can't play with no big boys when it comes to playoff time, but it's still early in the season, still only twelve games in, but hopefully the Raptors can turn around this losing streak because they've been playing really good for the most part anyways i'm surprised i'm ending the show this early i thought we had more content i'm going to throw in a sponsored segment into the show about anchor um amazing show talked about a lot of stuff in a short amount of time i gotta go to hockey tonight and and uh ref four games i was supposed to do wednesday um but i'm going out with my boy nick he's turning 19 this year um nicholas doyle searching up on the people that I follow, uh, and I don't remember if he's posted anything at all, but just send him a DM on Wednesday. Happy birthday, Nick. We're going to start a trend going. Um, anyways, thanks for listening to the show. I'm going to throw in this sponsor segment right now. I didn't expect it to be this short. Anyways, I love y'all so much. We're going to get into some hardcore deep talk soon, especially as I start watching more of the Leafs games. We can break them down. And I can make some notes on them when I'm watching them. Anyways, thanks for listening. Here's a sponsor segment. I'll be back soon. Hopefully with Spotty or another someone who stars on the cast. See you later. This has been Rosati. Peace.